Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Excellent engineer here on You Better You Bet. The Great Jake, the Snake, the Sun. Uh, has some baseball bets in the games that are starting in 20 minutes at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. If we don't get to them live in this segment, because we're going to get back into Offensive Player of the Year, we have tweeted them, at You Better You Bet, so, or we've X'd them, or Z'd them, whatever. Um, Z- at You Better You Bet. Z'd Z- yeah, Z- Z- them. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> it's now got, like, like, Lil John in my head. To the Twitter. <laughs> to the X. <laughs> but like using zeet in that way i've not thought of before and now it's like all i'm going to think about whatever so type says in the word. those bets out oh <laughs> uh zeet, zeet. At, at you at you better you bet uh on twitter or x whatever all of jake's baseball bets for the 6 40 p.m eastern time game so if you want them head on over to twitter or x or whatever elon musk has decided to call it today when he wakes up from his fever dream but back to offensive player of the year in the national football league where i just have a couple other names ken i wanted to just uh quickly just yeah, know my we can take some on. more time on for sure uh, we, we can Jonathan, we can put a little more d- detail into some of these now because like garrett wilson he probably garrett wilson probably deserved more than like the 20 seconds there to be fair because like I think you and I both think his upside is really big, like to be a really good receiver, obviously one offensive rookie of the year, he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. but just like, I think I agree with you in this way. The record setting part of this is where I get really tripped up where it's like, is that what this is going to be like 1817, like touchdowns, like that's what this is going to be. Or just like, he's really good. And he's just like pro bowl good and not, you know, Justin Jefferson good from last year, like that kind of just again, like Jefferson Cooper cup two years ago, Derek Henry, like Mahomes, like that's the season you're looking for. I don't know if Garrett Wilson's having that season. And I think he's awesome. And I think he makes the jets way better. I just, I, I just want to really like hammer that in. Cause we, we put him with so many other players. I think he is a popular thought for this award. Just like, again, record setting doesn't strike me as like a Garrett Wilson thing for this year. 
And when it comes to just, just like, I'll do a dovetail into fantasy sometimes, just like with player opinions for the season. Like if, if I'm drafting at the end of the first round, right, and I get the opportunity, right, Garrett Wilson's always going to be on the board at the end of the first round. CeeDee Lamb's probably on the board at the end of the first round. Devontae Adams is probably on the board. Stephon Diggs, maybe. Amon Ross St. Brown, almost certainly. I'm taking all of those guys. Cooper Cup, if he makes it there, which he shouldn't, but sometimes he will because people might be scared off by the Rams and the injury. I'm taking all of those players over Garrett Wilson. And, like, Garrett Wilson might be the best wide receiver out of all of them. It's not a commentary on him as a player. It's just situation, right? The Jets have a great defense. They've got the ultimate – it's going to sound like an insult. It's not meant to be. Like, the ultimate game manager at quarterback. Like, a multi-time MVP who, like, doesn't throw a ton of interceptions. They've got a really good defense. They want to have a great run game. It's why they assigned Dalvin Cook to pair with Brees Hall, Michael Carter, and Abataconda. Like, we know what they want to do. Is that going to be – like, Garrett Wilson could still have 12 touchdowns this year and 1,300 yards. But to Ken's point, I don't know if, like – I guess it is in the range of outcomes. I just think it's so unlikely, Ken, that I would, like, never want to bet Garrett Wilson at these prices. Never. Right. And, it, and again, like if we see the Bills game and it's like, man, they're not, they don't look anything like what we thought the Jets were going to look like in terms of just their pass run splits or how many times they target the Wilson case. versus other stuff. Then like we can change our minds on everybody, by the way. Um, but just like we're talking about who you would bet going into the season. And until we see teams play, my assumption is going to be that like this is not in Garrett Wilson's range of outcomes, really, realistically. And uh, and then some of this is going to be subjective about what teams you think are going to be good. I think the Jets have the chance to be plenty good. Uh, he just does not strike me as a winner. Can I, I – I want to do Lamb next, actually. I know you have other players Please. that you want to go through. No, good. Could could you make the same argument with McCarthy now calling plays that this isn't in Lamb's range of outcomes either? And like Cowboys want to run the ball, Tony Pollard. Like you brought up Pollard. Is that the better bet? Like which Cowboys offensive player would you rather bet to win this award? I guess would I rather bet? I guess like maybe Pollard slightly. I I I still th- so I think the Jets have like very clearly. I think the Jets. We know what they're going to. I would be shocked if they if week one came about and like right. they look something like the, like, the offense looks right. different yeah. than what we're expecting. <laughs> I would be really right. also like they don't have the personnel to do that. Also, like it's yep. I don't know if people know this. Like the Jets' starting three wide receiver set is going to be Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, and Randall Cobb. Like insert laugh track. Like they're the Packers from from last year, but with Garrett Wilson, who's obviously awesome. Like there, I I don't think it's going to be a high volume passing. Like I never draft Aaron Rodgers in fantasy this year. Just absolutely never. And, like, I know we've been saying, like, McCarthy says he wants to run the ball. Like, I get it. Like, CeeDee Lamb plays big slot. He can also play on the outside. I I would feel a lot more confidence in Lamb having, like, a monster t- statistical season than Garrett Wilson. And it's not to say that CeeDee's better than Wilson, just that if I'm comparing the two, I would take CeeDee, especially considering they're the same price. But I guess, like, to the point that you're making, I'd rather bet Tony Pollard, especially at a longer number than CeeDee Lamb. So I, I do agree with, with what you originally said. Yeah, it's almost like what's more likely, C.D. Lamb leading the league in receiving yards and touchdowns or Tony Pollard leading the league in rushing yards and touchdowns? What's more likely? Pollard. Pollard. To to be fair, it's Pollard. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if I love either, almost because they're both there, and like I don't know which way this is necessarily going to go. Maybe neither of them ends up getting that kind of numbers. But Dallas is an interesting team, right? Ten win total. So we got to have the conversation with Dallas. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, again, go through the teams most likely to have that kind of a season that produces a winner. Dallas is going to be in the conversation. They got two players that are kind of interesting. So I wanted to bring up Lamb also. I think we can we can do some new players now. I think that's kind of everybody you brought up, excuse me, before the break. Uh, yeah, so do, do you want me to do the guys like 30 to one and down again? Give you quick takes there. Or you want to do the guys a little longer than that? 
Yeah, or just uh, like players that we haven't players we haven't talked about yet. Like who else? Who okay. else you got over there that maybe we haven't done? All a lot right, of. so so Jonathan Taylor just like never, just I mean, like in no, general, yeah. never, right, never. Like he could get traded to the Dolphins and rush for like twelve hundred yards, and like he's still not going to win. Like it's it's over. Unless you yep. disagree with that, like it's over probably already, right? I would just well, I just you would never bet him right now, and then I I guess you could make the argument that like if he got traded. But wait a minute. So like, can they still trade him? And then he comes off the pup list and plays week one. Is that like, is that no, possible? He's done. No, he's on the pup. I think he's on. The oh, pup then he list can't win. It's over. Yeah. Then we're done. We're done. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor, Alex and Tyler, just like, just like make sure that I'm like 99% sure that's right. Like you okay. can't place a player on the pup because then like the league would be like, what the hell? Like it's physically unable to perform. He's not like on a reserve list. It's like, oh, yeah. so he wasn't healthy to play on Indianapolis, but now he's healthy to play on Miami. Like there's no way. That right. he, that, so he's out. Got it. He's out. If he's out the first four, he's done. That's the way we can put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Austin Eckler at 35, a little interesting. I don't think that he could definitely lead the league. He's led touchdowns the last couple of years. I don't think he could ever lead the league in rushing, but he may be like in like a hybrid, like rushing receiving role could maybe get you there. Sure. I think the problem for me with Eckler is I think with this new offensive scheme, I think like if anyone on the chargers is going to win, it's Herbert. Like I would much rather bet Herbert for right, me. Like Herbert breaks the yards Eckler. record with an extra game or something like that would be how he wins. Like he breaks the yards record with an extra game, which and I think like, is going to happen. Soon. Think, Someone's going to do it. And I think, and curious if you agree, I think Herbert is maybe like, I don't know if he's the only guy on this list. The Chargers are a team, obviously, with high expectations every year that seems like they continually fall short. I feel like out of almost any player on this list, Herbert's the guy that could win at like nine and eight. Because he okay. could just go throw for like 5,200 like 5, yards or something, or 5,300 yards. Just have like that monster season for a team that doesn't win a million regular season games and he could still win. Um, so I I prefer Herbert to Eckler. Um, I'll give you a couple more names. Chris Olave is 40 to one. I think he's amazing. I actually think like he might be better than Garrett Wilson, which is a compliment to Olave, not an insult to Garrett Wilson. I don't like the Saints. I guess they could theoretically go 13 and four. I don't, I don't see it happening. So I would cross Olave off the list. Debo Samuel, way too many mouths to feed in San Francisco. Never. AJ Brown's 50. I think there's a case to be made. Devontae Smith just as good as he is, if not better. Well, I think and if he didn't do it last year, I mean, they had like a top three offense or whatever last year. They were really good when Hertz was playing and he still didn't get not even close really to the numbers that Jefferson got. Like if it, if it wasn't going to happen last year, I liked it. He was a hundred to one for this last year. I, we talked about it on the show that I liked it. And I just, if it's not going to be last year. Like, I, I don't know how it gets better. I, I think there's a chance that Devontae Smith's like the best receiver in Philly. And that's not an insult to A.J. Brown. That's a compliment to Devontae Smith. I'll give you three other names quickly. One of which I don't even know if it's worth mentioning, but like Ramondre Stevenson's range of outcomes is to go for like 1,500 yards and like 15 touchdowns. But I don't know if the Patriots ever get there in terms of wins. Also, Zeke looms to kind of take some of those touchdowns yep. away. So he's probably X'd out. There's two receivers that I think can or at least mildly interesting at the prices and get your takes on them and anything else you've got in this market. Calvin Ridley at 60, Amari Cooper at 125. Now I know you're out there and you're saying, well, you crossed Nick Chubb off the list. Like, why would you like Amari Cooper at 125? It's price, right? Like Nick Chubb's 18, Amari's 125. People smarter than me think that like Amari Cooper had the best year of his career last year, had obviously the connection with Deshaun Watson. He's Cleveland's number one. So if you, listener and viewer, and Ken Curious, your thought on this, if you think that like Watson's going to be back to form and the Browns could win a ton of regular season games, 
I actually think it's in the range of outcomes for Cooper to have like an absolutely massive statistical year this year. He's 125 to one. I don't like the Browns this year, but just saying like, if they're really good, I think Cooper could maybe get you at least close to there and be an interesting candidate at this price. And the other is Calvin Ridley at 60 to one. Could the Jaguars win 13 games? Yes. Could Ridley lead the league in receiving yards? Yes. Could he lead the league in receiving touchdowns? Yes. Does that mean any of those things will happen? No, but he's also 60 to one. Uh, curious your yeah. thoughts on those players. Yeah, I, I had Ridley circled as like an interesting discussion topic there. It's like someone you could potentially be interested in. Um, and kind of mean like the buzz out of camp and everybody who covers the team and people who talk about this stuff is just like, man, he might be like a monster, uh, would have been in line for insane usage with Trevor Lawrence throwing him the ball, like Doug Peterson's the coach. The defense may not be great. And if that's true, then like they might have to score a lot to win games. Like it, it all kind of makes sense. Um, between the two, I would much rather bet Ridley because of the situation. Like Cooper, sure, he had like the best year of his career. I also don't like the Browns as much as the market. No, I'm close, but I don't. I don't think there's like a lot of 13s for them or 12s or seasons they get Amari Cooper. I just like Cooper. I would. I would 100% want to see it a couple of weeks before I bet it because I would be so not trusting that like that's what's going to happen with him and be like well you're, you'd miss the 120 to one like i'll i'll miss it to know that he actually has a chance ridley i do think you could bet before the year with the idea that like we know jacksonville's offense is gonna like feature ridley really heavily and that he has the opportunity to do that so of the two if you were picking one to bet before the year like a long shot to an offensive player of the year i'd pick ridley before uh before cooper every single time at price i just don't know if i want to bet ridley before the year like I get it that his range of outcomes is to be like the absolute monster. I don't, I just, I haven't thought about it enough to know, like, do I really think that, or could he just be like a pro bowl receiver this year? Like it's the difference between like the best and just like a top five guy. Like, I don't know what's, I don't know what him in Jacksonville is necessarily, but I'll just say this. He's, he's Ridley is way more interesting than two thirds of the guys you went over already. And he's way more interesting than Amari Cooper. So he at least fits in this discussion as like someone who could maybe do the things we're talking about. All right. So I've ran through like a ton of names, Ken. I've axed out a lot of guys. Um, you mentioned you liked a lot of guys. Why don't you hit us with some of them? Yeah, just it's, I think at this point in the season, again, like we're, I'm going to say this with almost every award. Great. We live in a great time right now. Uh, you don't have to bet everything before the year. Every market everywhere at 10 places opens every week now of the season there's never been a better time to bet awards in history and so if that's true your advantage might be gained by learning a little bit and then trying to essentially like oh i i, I think i you know we watch one game and how oh, i think i think we might be onto something with that player i'm gonna bet it even if the price drops a little bit like can you figure things out faster than the market moves for the first month of the season that can be a way that you gain an advantage it doesn't have to be when we're all working with nothing right now that you outsmart everybody and you're a genius um in terms of players to bet right now i would just be thinking about like whose price is really likely to drop really fast and like join this other group of players so like if you like chase which why, how could you not he's awesome okay like in week three is he going to be that much different than 10 to one realistically with how this is going to play out like i guess he could go for like 800 yards in the first three games or something but if he just does what he does They'll just be among the favorites still, along with a lot of other players. Uh, I think there are two players that are interesting from a price drop standpoint. I guess three, because Ridley has to be one. Like, I have to say that. Like, if he kills it against Indianapolis, he ain't 60. 
like as you probably 25 or something. So he's one. I think Diggs is another one where everybody's going to be like, oh, I guess he didn't get traded. I guess he just played in week one and was really good. Now they play the Jets. He plays Sauce Gardner. So maybe that's like going to be a big part of your handicap. But just like a price that, let's say in the first couple weeks of the season, I think may not be their Diggs. And then look, a price drop that might happen. We got to just, I don't know what week one's going to look like. What is the Ravens new offense going to look like? If it's Lamar Jackson, 500 total yards, then guess what? He's like one of the three favorites probably after that weekend. They're playing Houston at home. I mean, I just, I don't know if it's going to work, but if it does work, what's the price? Like he's a price drop looming too. Yeah, I think, I think the analysis is, is excellent. I'm trying to think like, is there anyone else that stands out to me from that regard? I think you hit everybody. Like Ridley was is, the last player on the list price-wise in terms of how far down you go, where I was like, he's the last interesting guy. And then everybody else, I don't care. There's no, there's no chance. Is, is Herp, like what if Herbert throws for like 450 yards? What is he right now at MGM? 30. Maybe a little, yeah, maybe a little room there. I guess. I think Lamar, people will just really like salivate over the potential there with the offense more than like, to be fair, Herbert plays the Dolphins, one of the highest totals. I guess you could be right too. On the other side, more NFL award talk and all our bets coming up for a wonderful Wednesday night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 